Brethren, uh, the context of this is that Jesus has just finished teaching the parable of the soils. He taught them that there are four different types of people in the world, distinguished by how they hear and respond to the gospel. And then he shared this instruction in Mark chapter 4, starting in verse 23. Let us read. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. Brethren, we are often, um, we consider our prayers in terms of what we are to ask for or how we are to ask. And that is with boldness and confidence. We consider prayer as far as preparing our hearts to ask rightly. And that is according to his will. And we understand that when we pray, it is a two-way communication with God. We glorify him and present our petitions to him, and he speaks to us through his word and by his spirit. But in order to hear his voice as he speaks, we must be truly listening to him and not just hearing his word. We must be hearing him rightly. So does the Bible have something to say to us about our hearing? This passage is aimed at hearing God's word. We do this, of course, when we sit under the preaching of the word. We also hear God's words when we read the scriptures, and we hear from God when we pray. When we are praying privately, we need not to do all the talking. We need to spend some time in quiet, letting the word turn over in our minds, asking the Holy Spirit to illumine us with understanding of what he is saying. To be clear, we are not suggesting to hear an audible voice from God, but there is the Spirit's illumination to give us understanding of the words and prompting us that a particular verse is important to apply in our lives. So today we want to consider what God has told us about hearing his voice. We want to understand first why we must hear, and then secondly, how we are to hear. Verse 23, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. God tells us who should hear, It is anyone who has ears that can and will hear. That is, all believers, all who are a new creation in Christ. When we're born again, among much else that happens, God gives us new ears to hear his word. Therefore, if we are a believer, then God tells us why we must hear. Jesus said, let him hear. This is a command in the present imperative tense. It means it is a continuing command to hear God's word now and to keep on hearing without ever stopping. I hope that carries real weight with each of us. This is much more than putting us on a guilt trip when our minds wander and we do not pay attention like we should. Let him hear is telling us that God not only expects us to keep on listening to him, 
but that he has given us everything we need in order to keep on listening to him. Yes, we must work at hearing him, but there is nothing lacking for us to be able to hear him. Secondly, in this passage, the Lord Jesus tells us also about how we are to hear. The first part of verse 24 says, Take heed what ye hear. To take heed is to give attention to, to consider, to discern, to perceive, to examine. In other words, God is telling us that when we listen to him speak, we are not to become passive, but we must be actively engaged. Applying his truth to our hearts does not come by passively letting it sink in. No, we have to hear, then understand, then place it in the context of our lives. That is a lot to do when anyone is speaking to us. But when it is God speaking, we dare not let our minds wander. It is if, it is as if we should be on full alert, not missing a single word of what he says. So, brethren, we have seen why we should hear. It is God's command, and we've seen something about how we should hear. We are to take heed, to actively listen so carefully that we hear and comprehend what God is saying to us. Now we come again to another reason why we should hear. In the middle of verse 24, Jesus says, With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. This was a common proverb among the Jews, used in various ways. Here we understand it to mean comprehending and benefiting from what has been taught. The idea is that when we hear the teachings of Scripture, we should be eager to understand and apply it in our lives and use it to encourage our brothers and sisters. What measure ye meet is the portion of what we have heard that we do apply and that we do share with others. The Bible is so easily accessible to us and in such abundance that we can let it become way too common. We can hear the word and let it slide off our backs, quickly forgetting the import of what has been said. But Jesus is driving home one point. We must get the word into our hearts, and to do so, we must listen actively and intently. We must note each thought from God and digest its meaning in our minds. And when we do, we will be blessed to grow in Christ. Jesus himself faithfully will teach us more and more of his truth. He tells us this plainly at the end of verse 24. It says, Unto you that hear shall more be given. This is a wonderful promise from God Almighty, a promise given directly to us when we actually do hear him. As we apply God's truth in our lives, God promises to give us more truth, to bring us to greater faith, to live spiritual lives more abundantly. So, brethren, in conclusion, why should we seek to hear from God when he speaks? Because he has commanded us to hear him, 
and because he's promised to speak more truth to us when we do. So as we pray today, let us do so having truly heard from God so that our prayers will be directed according to his will and we can eagerly anticipate his blessings. Amen.